All right, all right, all right. <laughs> this guy, he made me work for it, but we got him. I got Pat Capra from uh, Malka Sports. He's the president and CEO of Malka Sports. Um, and uh, I wanted to have him on because his agency, um, they're more than just a sports agency. They're really you know, into the media side of things and uh, branding and a lot of more off the field stuff. You know, of course, on the field is, you know, might be priority number one for some guys, but these guys also want to make sure that they're expanding their players' brand. So I wanted to have him on, talk about all of that. And Pat, um, very qualified person to have on. So Pat, I'm super hyped to have you on. What's going on? Oh, thank you so much, man. I just uh, made you chase it enough to actually think I was like busy or something. So yeah. I appreciate it. And I'm super proud that you got this going, man. Uh, I love nothing more than self-starters and uh, nothing's going to be given to you. So congratulations on getting this going. Uh, I know it's kind of a good forced education for you when you're networking and meeting different people, but I know firsthand how much, uh, extra time and effort this sort of thing is. So great job. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Honored to be here with you. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. So let's hop right in. So before you were with Malka, you were with the Lunar Sports Group and you were with them for a while. I think you were with them for about 14 years, right? If I'm not mistaken, give or take 14 years. And, uh, so like what I want to know is kind of changing you know kind of changing roles i know you were the president with them and you're kind of president and ceo now but what was that transition like in terms of you know the environment or the way they go about you know their athletes and now um with your new company with uh malka for sure for sure so uh there's uh, some things are not different at all and other things are a whole new world so uh just for a quick you know background to kind of paint the picture um you know i wanted to be a broadcaster coming out of college um and i quickly realized i wasn't going to be a player so i could talk about sports so i wanted to do that so uh i took a job working uh i got originally an internship with the new york giants i had gone to ithaca college did four years of broadcasting up there and then was i uh, got an internship with the giants and then from there uh that turned into a job and uh basically i was the lowest guy in the totem pole just production assistant hanging lights etc you know getting bagels and cream cheese for the talent Right. And uh, develop friendships with guys on a team. And uh, basically, I just kind of heard this over and over complaints about these empty promises that agents were making to them. And what I learned was that it was that stuff off the field, right? The idea that they would be recruited and they'd be told, hey, we're going to help you with A, B, and C off the field. And they never did. And so to me, as a 23-year-old kid, I was like, well, that's crazy. Why would you ever do that? You know? Um, so I just started helping these guys out setting up appearances, endorsements, getting them off the field opportunities, uh, you know, reaching out to people that I knew that were spending money in sports, people I'd gone to college with, or people I had met along the way in the business world. And, you know, again, just, you know, low-hanging fruit, just even picking up the phones and cold calling car companies and getting them car deals and supplements and, you know, nothing crazy, right? But, uh, right. you know, one of my guys said, hey, you should go get certified to become an agent. You're doing all the hard part and legwork. And I was giving them all the money. I wasn't trying to make money off of this at the time. I just thought it was fun. I thought I was going to be a broadcaster. So I was like, you know what? You're right. So I went and got certified to become an agent, uh, you know, left the Giants after that year. The season was up and, um, you know, we had gone to the Super Bowl and lost that. And so I went and I was like, I'm going to start this company, but I had no money and no clients, which is never a good thing. And uh, so I took a job working with the New Jersey Nets selling season tickets. And at night and on weekends, I would go out and recruit players and start to build up the agency. I had become certified to become an agent at that time. And um, that's why my company was Lunar Sports Group, you know, so I was, you know, moonlighting at night and on the weekends, right? And so just important to know, uh, 
you know, that journey, I worked at the net, sold season tickets and at night and on weekends, I would continue to build up the company after doing that for two and a half years. I left and been doing it full time ever since. So important part of that story was, yes, I was the president of Lunar Sports Group, uh, but I was 25 years old. And uh, people ask me, well, how did you become president? I, said, I just printed my cards at Staples. You know, I printed <laughs> business cards. And I, I figured you out actually, you know what's funny? I haven't thought about this in forever. My first business card actually said vice president because I thought no one would believe that I was a president of a company. You made yourself your own vice president. That's great. Yeah, dude, I demoted myself. So my first business card actually, <laughs> I haven't thought about that forever. Um, so I apologize, Scott. I just gave you a, a comment. No, that's great. Keep it going. It kind of set the table, right, of, of like sometimes there are these journeys and kind of if you don't have a context of it, it doesn't make sense, right? So anyway, so that was Lunar Sports Group. And I did that, you know, for 13 plus years and absolutely loved it, grew the business, you know, was operating a variety of different areas. And I had been closely working uh, with a good buddy of mine who launched a company called Malka Media and uh, Lewis. And basically I was working with Malka Media. They were providing, you know, um, Lewis Krubich and uh, Jeff Romer and Dan Fried, who were the partners of Malka Media. I was working with them and their team they were creating digital assets. It was a digital content studio. So they're creating marketing assets. They're filming um, our charitable initiatives that we're doing with our athletes, right? So they're leaning into me. I'm making introductions for them. And about three years ago in 2017, uh, a client of mine, Bob Hurley Sr., who the Hall of Fame basketball coach out of St. Anthony's, um, you know, I had just been working with Bob just to get him speaking engagements over the years. He would donate all the money to the school to keep the school open. And he said, basically, Hey, you know, I, th I think this could be it. We could be closing down. So in an effort to help Bob um, and St. Anthony's keep the school open, I said to Lewis and Jeff, I said, Hey, could we create a documentary? Could we follow this team, get some attention? And uh, we partnered up with Showtime and we created a documentary series called legacy Bob Hurley. And so that was, you know, our foray of kind of business together. And we kind of right. looked at each other. We won some awards for that. And we said, look, let's, let's stop dating. Let's get married. So we launched what is now Malka Sports. I rebranded Lunar Sports. And the reason for that, to answer the short question that you asked me right up front, was because of all of the additional resources that it provided for our athletes and our coaches that we were working with. Right. To have an in-house digital content studio um, was a total game changer. And so um, the assets, the resources, the expansion of the team, um, those are all reasons why I made the move. And um, we're in lockstep in terms of how we operate and, and how we focus on and what we think is important. So um, that's the, the the beginning of the journey of kind of where we're at now. So again, apologize if that was a long answer, but one no, no, no. I I mean, honestly, sometimes like those kind of answers are kind of you know better because then you kind of get you know more of an idea of what you're talking about and you know what what you're talking about in terms of like the media side and all this stuff. That's like the new generation of like representation. And you might have even answered the next question, but like what I want to ask you is like what makes Malka unique from other agencies like is it that like like media side of it where they can you know you can go into media and you can do you know a whole you know you can do podcasts advertisements like like talk shows like whatever it is so like is that kind of what you guys offer that maybe kind of separates you from um other places 100 percent. It, it, it's the differentiator from the vast majority of agencies that are in this business right 
Um, there are some agencies that have content as a part of their offering. I think one of the things that makes us unique is that we're not a sports agency trying to be a media company. We're not a media company trying to be a sports agency. And oftentimes, you know, if you get into this business, there's only two ways to do it, right? You buy it or build it. And building it takes a very long time and you have to be really smart about the way that you're doing it. And, you know, if you're going to buy it, it takes a lot of money, right? And so um, those are the two challenges. No way is easy. And the idea that, you know, we were two separate companies essentially uh, running full steam ahead, but also very parallel existences and close relationships and integrating to when we finally decided to officially kind of put the key in and, and, and turn the lock, you know, from Lunar Sports to Malka Sports, being able to complement Malka Media, Malka Media complementing what we offer uh, at Malka Sports, it was very easy, right? So if you look at what the you know, just the over, you know, every other decade, what happens in the sports industry, there's a gobbling up of smaller agencies to be a super agency, then they break off and a few people leave and they become, you know, right. It, oftentimes it never works because it's all acquisition based, right? There's not a shared vision of handing glove. And that's what Malka Media and Malka Sports is, um, you know, crazy, crazy, not that this is the reason why, but just to show you in terms of, was this made to be, or was it written in the stars or whatever? Lewis Krubitz, who started Malka Media, started Malka Media out of the same exact bedroom that I launched Lunar Sports Group out of a couple years apart. We literally didn't know each other whatsoever. We lived in Hoboken. I had an apartment. I started Lunar when I was working for the Nets. I left, right? A couple years later, this guy moves in. He's working at Comedy Central and then starts Malka Media. We get introduced to each other. Wow. So like <laughs> literally the same bedroom. So- um, it's tough to, to, to make that up, but yes, the, 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 again, the, that's the long answer. The short answer is the digital content studio is the major differentiator. We focus on three areas of business. First is the talent, right? I live and breathe our athlete relationships and working with them and, um, you know, maximizing every opportunity of their career on and off the field, work with coaches as well. And then the idea of having a partnerships division where we partner with brands, ad agencies, media properties, et cetera. And then also the content studio where we do long form documentaries as well as short form episodics, graphic design, et cetera. So okay. that is the differentiator. I mean, just real quick, if you want to give me the address to that apartment, like, like when I'm ready to get out of the house, I might want to slide in there because I think, you know, some magic happens over there. I mean, some, some pretty big ideas were formulated over there. Let's but, uh, go. Let's go. I'll give it to you offline. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. So in, in terms of, you know, the media side and, and the branding, what exactly, you know, kind of like if you can give me like, you know, the one or two things that you might preach to your athletes, whether it's like what they put out on social media or, you know, like, like separate, like side gigs, or maybe in, like side gigs isn't the best way to say it, but like, like stuff that they do besides being on the field and like other, like, you know, maybe nonprofits or charity organizations that they might open up. Like what are some, you know, tips that you give to your guys to be like, listen, if you do this, you know, your brand is going to be elevated, which could help you, you know, for, you know, A, B and C. So what are some of those <clears throat> so yeah, for, for sure. There's, I mean, there's a lot of things that you could tap into there, you know, in terms of like what we preach a is authenticity, right? Um, that's the most important thing. Uh, but we focus, you know, we, we look at the, the, the four core pillars of service in terms of talent representation and it's a number one is the contract, right? That's the base. That's the foundation for everything that you do. That's where the bulk of your money is going to come from is that contract with, we negotiate with the team. Right. So to maximize every area, 
of leverage that we can utilize to get you the best contract possible. The second is brand building, right? Creating that kind of uh, public uh, persona that everyone understands who you are. And it's really not about creating a fake identity. We always say it's just about highlighting the, you know, the, the best parts of who you are, right? What you're into, right? If you're into health and wellness, if you're a big foodie, if you're into cars, if you're into real estate, what have you, those are the things that we want to authentically transmit to the universe, right? So that you can receive things back to you that are in that same vein. The third is marketing. Marketing is really about two things and two things only. Put money in your pocket and keep the money in your pocket. When you're young and you're starting off and maybe you're not a star, it's about, hey, what are the trade deals that we can get, the low-hanging fruit to put money in your pocket, what are the brands that you resonate, what do you eat, drink, drive, et cetera. You know, let's align with those brands, right? And it might not be a lot of money up front, but it's saving money by keeping money in your pocket. And then obviously, as you start to expand your career beyond that, we look into putting money in your pocket with marketing and endorsement deals, et cetera, whether that's local, regional, or national. Yeah. The last thing is legacy, right? We always talk about what you know legacy is, is, is what you do on the field gives you your fame. What you do off the field determines your legacy. And really, that's kind of two different areas, right? Area number one is philanthropy. You know, what you're giving back, what are you creating that is sustainable and, and long lasting far after you leave this earth, people are going to say this about you, um, you know, and then the other part is, you know, business, right? What can we create from a business standpoint so that when you leave the game, you're ready to pounce to the next thing and you're using football as a springboard. We don't, we don't want you to be used by sports. We want you to use sports, right? And so that's super, super important for us. Right. Um, something that we are hyper, hyper passionate about. Okay. And then, uh, what do I got here? Um, so, you know, obviously like in a time like this, when we have a whole global pandemic going on and, you know, people are stuck inside and, you know, I'm sure like you represent guys, you know, who are not necessarily even local. Like they might be in like different parts of the country. Like how are you able to get across those you know, those messages that you just talked about in terms of legacy and like um, philanthropy and all that stuff. And you know, obviously like, you know, there are times when things need to take, a, you know, like, like a pause and, you know, let everything else calm down. But what was it kind of like, you know, during this whole quarantine period, you know, and you kind of, you know, um, staying in contact with your clients, trying to keep them updated on, you know, things that are going on. This has been a really, you know, confusing period for a lot of people, you know, for four months, you know, you know, oftentimes you're reaching out to people or you're connecting and you have no idea what's going to happen. And there's that phone or those side of the email, right? From a business to business perspective, you know, I'm grateful every day because, you know, I'm employed and me and my family were healthy, right? But you yeah. have, have an understanding that there's people that you're going to talk to on the other line that aren't feeling that same way. And so the first thing is being grateful uh, about what you have, right? And understanding, you know what? If you have your health, if you have your job, let's keep your feet moving. And for our players, I'm in contact with them literally the last couple hours as is, you know, going back and forth, all this NFL, CBA stuff, back and forth, updates on what's happening and you know, what are they hearing, what we're hearing. Um, so we're in constant contact. But it's the same way for the athletes. Keep your feet moving, right? right. The idea that, you know, this is going to pass at some point, whether it's two months, four months, six months, what do you look like? after that six months is up. Because if you just waited for things to get better, things might always be different than they were, right? Yeah. Hopefully there's a vaccine that could come and all that sort of stuff. But you know, how do we help our athletes is preparing for the future, always. We never stop. The first thing we did in that first you know, five, six weeks is put together conversations that were 
know, they had just wrapped up the season. It was kind of just getting into the off season a little bit, you know, let's set up conversations and zoom conversations with people in real estate and finance and, you know, philanthropy and, you know, broadcasting that can help them. And we set up zoom calls with a variety of different professionals that were in different sports with all of our clients that came in and we were able to have these conversations. It was a great opportunity for us to continue building bonds with our players, but also right. building relationships with them. And so that was super important from a, you know, a, a COVID standpoint. Another thing was these guys can't get to the gyms. So we have to make sure that when they're training on their own, that they're still able to get recovery. So we partnered up and made some smart partnerships with a lot of brands that are in the health and wellness space, the supplement space. And we aligned all that with our players, right? Then we started, you know, continuing to make, you know, brand relationships beyond that, that are putting money in their pockets as well. Um, but those are all the things, you know, we got to keep moving. And if you wait around, you know, by the time things come back to normal, you're going to get caught flat footed. So oh, yeah. my advice to anyone and everyone that can move is to keep moving, get creative and creativity and work ethic will always win. Always. That's tried and true. Definitely. And um, one thing I'm curious about actually is like when you are trying to prepare your clients for the future, you know, and I'm sure everybody's different, but do you find um, it's more or less frequent when guys are kind of just more like hyper-focused on, you know, the president, like, you know, they just want to, you know, like, like perform, you know, get the new contract or just like try and stay healthy and staying strong. Like, like, is it hard to try and get some guys to actually have that plan, you know, for like five and 10 years down the road when they're done playing and like setting them up, like, you know, for life after football or whatever sport they may be in? Sure. I, and, and I think, you know, that, that you do run into that sometimes, but I also think that's just a, a matter of youth, right? Like, I mean, when I was 25 years old and someone's like, what's your five-year plan? I'm like, I don't know, dude. I just want to be a broadcaster. Now I'm an agent. I don't really know what, you know, where we're going to go right. here. Right. So like sometimes it's a process of just youth, but the reality is the guys that we work with, you know, they're doing proactive, you know, charity events. They're donating their own money during COVID. Our guy, Sebastian Joseph Day, is hosting, you know, a volunteer DJ, or not a volunteer, he's doing Instagram DJ session, raising money. He's donating money to, um, you know, Cedar sinai Hospital out there and helping, you know, uh, frontline workers. He's writing an op-ed for the Players Coalition. The McCordy twins uh, loaded up uh, and then did, you know, Chromebooks for Kids where they donate $90,000 to get Chromebooks for kids who are having – you know, you know, uh, distance learning issues. So, right. you know, fortunately we work with, you know, guys that are very proactive um, and really interested in, you know, building up their off season opportunities. Right. And whether it's guys like Jonathan Hilleman or, you know, Mike Burton, who's, you know, focused on, you know, off season speaking engagements to be able to, you know, build up his you know platform as he goes into post career. Um, it's not hard for guys that are motivated and, Typically, the guys that we work with are the guys that are really excited about all those additional off-field opportunities. That's why yeah. they choose us, right? Right, right. They don't, you know, the, the reason why they say is, well, well, Malka Sports is, you know, contract plus. It's all this extra stuff that they're doing. Um, and this is new power. You know, old power is like, you know, focused on, we'll give you the biggest and best contract. And, you know, that's, a, of course, that's, that's what everybody does. That's what everyone should always do, right? You want to get the biggest, the best contract. But if you're not adapting to helping these guys create value and revenue off the field, this is a new era of player, man. They want to own, they want to, yeah. you know, they want equity, you know? And so if you're not helping create those opportunities, like that's what gets me excited. If there's a deal for a guy that could put money in his pocket, great. If there's a better deal that, 
where they're going to get, you know, money in their pocket and equity on the back end. Let's get creative, man. Like, let's look at, you know, the long-term deals. Like that's what gets me excited. The, the mindsets of the Kevin Durant's and, you know, the LeBron James, the, you know, Steph Curry's like those guys uh, I, I think are, are the gold standards in the business of sports, right? They look at sports as a springboard to what's next. And, and while they're doing that, they're also crushing the on-field, you know, oh, yeah. as well. And so um, we, we try to push that to our clients all the time. Okay. Yeah, that's all. That sounds like, you know, definitely, you know, you guys are definitely um, doing good and like, you know, staying modern and, you know, staying up to date with all these things. And I think that's why you guys are very uh, successful. Um, last question I got for you is, what other aspects of the sports world do you think that uh, Amalco will be kind of spreading their wings into? Um, over the next couple of years, whether it's, you know, other sports or other aspects of media or just anything that you guys might have uh, in store for your clients. For sure. So the, the, the number one focus will always be to service our clients, right? You know, because the idea of thinking about growing without making sure you're watering your own lawn, you know, mm -hmm. is, is foolish, right? It's not about moving on to the next thing. So, it, you know, it's about building a team that can continue to sustain before you look to add anything. And so for me, you know, we look at, you know, building our team. I talked before about Lewis, Dan and Jeff, who've been, you know, fantastic. And Lewis, you know, launched Malka Media and, you know, Jeff Romer and Dan Freed who've come on board and, you know, done an amazing job, you know, with, with Malka Media and the, the, the vision they've had for, you know, working with the corporate side as well as, you know, the entertainment and building out a lot of projects. And then specifically on our sports team, you know, uh, the first hire I made was to bring in Kevin Malice, who's our vice president of talent, you know, who's like a younger brother to me. I was fortunate enough to, you know, serve as Kevin's agent when he played four years in the league. And when I talked to people at Rutgers about him when he was coming out, you know, uh, they said he was the highest character kid to ever come through the program, right? So Yeah, he's a good dude. Great dude, right? So the idea is, you want to work with people like that who have shared mission, vision, values, right? So when Kev, who's walked in these steps that these athletes have, have walked in, he can relate to being cut, making the team, you know, getting the good news, getting the bad news and having, oh, you know, practice squad to, you know, great games, everything in between team captain, like that's super important. And then, yep. uh, you know, we have Julian Penix Hodrick on our team as well, who, you know, was a former client of mine as well, who was a, you know, team captain, team, you know, Rutgers uh, MVP decided to transition into the business of sports. And again, you know, lockstep and vision, mission and, and, and vision and values. Uh, his brother played nine years in the league. So he's got a unique perspective about, you know, what happens. And he decided to step away from the game and, uh, you know, before pursuing the NFL. Right. And, you know, for him, it was, it's a cool, unique perspective because, he had options, right? He's super yeah. intelligent guy that said, you know what? I, I love football, but I also want to do other things. And so, you know, we're fortunate to have him, Julian Macera, who is our digital content coordinator and, you know, so invaluable in so many areas. Um, so just, you know, the idea that I get to work with people that I love and that we also share a vision is just super important. So again, building that team to make sure we always service our players first. In terms of things that we, you know, view as as areas that are coming down the line, we're super interested in MMA. Uh, we're super interested in esports. Those are both areas that we're already involved in. From the content space, there's an inordinate amount of opportunities right there. Just with our athletes, you know, what can we create with them to help storytell and allow them to bring stories to light. 
And, you know, we just did a partnership the other day with Sports Business Radio, which was Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I mean, you know, Brian Berger's fantastic and does a great job the last 14 years of interviewing some of the biggest and best names in sports. And, you know, that's where we want to be, right? We want to align ourselves with the decision makers, the people that are the thought leaders, and uh, put ourselves at the forefront of those conversations. Those are the things that excite me and get me out of bed, right? Like, at the same time. I want that to funnel back to all of our players and so that they can see, you know, the, the value of that. We want to work with good brands. We're extremely excited about a project we launched a few months ago with uh, Kalo, which is a hemp infused seltzer uh, that we're working with, with, with Malka uh, and Hillview Medical to launch this hemp infused seltzer. And how can we align that beverage and create more opportunities for our clients and our athletes and our brands that we're working with? So, I mean, dude, there's so much, you know, um, yeah. We'll have to have a part two of uh, of this podcast, but, um, you know, just super excited about a lot of things that we're doing. And I think uh, hopefully it, you know, it, it shows through at the end of the day, you know, my Monday and Friday feel no different. It's uh, I'm definitely blessed to be in that position. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, you guys are very fortunate and, you know, and again, it's, you know, credit to, you know, uh, all the work you guys do, but all those things you just listed is because of, you know, the way you guys prepare, you know, I'm sure that, you know, these are these things that, you know, you prepare for and these partnerships that you make and you have options. You know what I mean? So if one thing doesn't work out, you could just turn around and like bump into the next, you know, like, like opportunity. You know what I mean? So credit to you guys. And uh, I wish you the best of luck. Thanks, Nico. I appreciate it, man. Um, and again, keep up the good work, brother. Like nothing is handed to you, man. The idea yeah. that you rolled up your sleeves and, and rock this out during quarantine, it's, it's a great opportunity for you to, you know, have conversations and learn a little bit. But at the same time, it's just, uh, you know, building network, right? You know, um, and for whatever I am, right, you know, whoever I am, right. I You there, Pat? I lost you. He's going to go ahead and build something at night and on the weekend. And, you know, certainly that's something that uh, I can relate to 100%. Thanks, man. You know. Um, I appreciate you coming on. You know, I know you're a busy guy. It took me a while to get you on, but it was definitely awesome having you, and I appreciate it, man. Thank you. No, thanks so much, man. Good luck, brother. Anything you ever need, keep in touch, okay? And stay healthy, stay safe, and keep rocking out, man. You too. Signing off.